Welcome back to the Shankly Sessions, everybody. This is your Liverpool versus West Ham match reaction and player ratings. Um, safe to say, um, an amazing game in terms of the title race. Um, we knew it was going to be a tough game against West Ham. Um, you know, we've seen what happened down in the London Stadium earlier in the season, stuff like that. We know they're dogged and stuff like that. We would have been kind of buoyed by uh, Declan Rice being ill and not being in the side. Uh, but safe to say, they give a great account of themselves, West Ham, even missing the likes of Declan Rice, who's pivotal for them. And of course, it didn't help either that they lost Jared Bowen to injury as well, but they looked really, really good and really, really strong. Constantly at times trying to hit us on the break while we played that high line, got through a few times um, and it could have been very dangerous for us, only for some really good tracking back and some good play by Allison. Um, Sadio Mane on 27 minutes kind of decided the game. Uh, ball went out to the right, Trent um, played the ball in, and Mane just timed his run absolutely perfection to within an inch of VAR, giving it offside, and uh, put the ball in the back of the net. Ultimately, the goal that, that decided the game. Um, it was interesting to see the, the post-match interview between Robbo and uh, Trent, where Robbo called him out and says, you were taking a shot there, pal. Um, and they were talking about this assist um, and the record. We'll get into it a little bit later. But uh, the shithousery off Robbo, even the Trent, is absolutely brilliant. Um, I love seeing that within a squad and stuff like that. It's really, really good. Um, if you look at it, it really was a game of two halves, really, when you look at it. In the first half... Um, we were quite dominant, um, just creating chance after chance after chance, dangerous attack after dangerous attack. Um, the power, the energy, the movement was incredible to watch. Um, the only thing, you know, we just seemed to be overthinking things a little bit in the final third and stuff like that. And I wonder, is it because now we have so many attacking choices? Um, we're kind of spoiled for choice now when we get into the final third, and it's just that little decision making when we get into that area. Um, a good example was that uh, Salah picked up the ball in the box on the right-hand side and Diaz made a loop and run around him. And instead of doing like a Bobby Firmino special where you'd loop it around into Diaz's path to score, he took on the shot and I think it was either blocked or it went off target or something like that. Um, but we seem to be getting, as the game went on and on, <clears throat> we seem to be getting um, a little bit more anxious um, and a little bit uh, concerned about not getting that second goal. That second goal would have been pivotal for us in terms of, you know, tidying things down and calming things down a little bit. bit of anxiety went through the stadium and stuff like that. Because um, 1-0 is a very dangerous scoreline, especially with West Ham. That chance that they missed with Lanzini, how did he miss that chance? Um, was unbelievable. Um but they gave a great account of themselves West Ham. I mean, they were always probing, they were always chasing them. But we we were just so much stronger at times. Van Dyke was unbelievable. Kanate was unbelievable. Trent, we're seeing the defensive side of Trent now came out there yesterday much, much better. That uh, goal line save that he made was absolutely fabulous. Um, Diaz was exceptional yesterday. Um, the only thing I would say is there needs to be a bit more of a, um, a result at the end of the good play, he makes some absolutely brilliant runs and stuff like that. But look, it's going to take a little bit of time for him to adjust into his teammates and stuff like that and really get on that path. But the work that he's doing with Robbo at the moment is absolutely sublime. Um, and he has seamlessly fitted in. I'd just like to see one or two more goals, a bit more end product, really. That's all. If there's anything to complain about, but absolutely fabulous. Was man of the match yesterday. Um, Mane started to look more like himself and I was kind of happy yesterday at the substitution when it was Salah that was pulled because he was by far the worst player 
of all our players yesterday. And I know he wasn't happy getting pulled, but the reality is if you're not putting it in and you're not doing it, um, it doesn't matter what you've done in past circumstances. Um, it's all about the now and it's all about the moment. And it was good to see Klopp doing that as well because it, it's in these moments is where we're going to potentially win a title or keep on this title race. Um, not necessarily favouring past performances. Um, so Mo wasn't happy coming off and rightly so and I wouldn't be happy coming off either if I was Mo Salah but he was by far the worst and he had gotten a bit frustrated himself because um, he started snatching at shots and he started taking shots from where he wouldn't normally do and he started doing things he wouldn't normally do in his play and that's just a that's born out of kind of frustration and anxiety and, uh, you know, and the wanting to seal the game and get home and stuff like that and we can't fault him for that either um, Jota came on and, and didn't really do a whole lot either really he came on and we know he's only back he's been out with an injury and he came on in the cup final as well but um, yeah he kind of flattered to deceive when he came on as well I thought Virgil and Kanate were so solid Kanate um, was a little bit nervous in the beginning at uh, Antonio but uh, figured them out pretty quick. And I'd love that one where they both ran down that left wing that time to chase down the ball. I know Antonio got the better of him and just clicked the ball off and to go out for a throw-in. But certainly the race was unbelievable. And Kanate won the race and I really liked that. Van Dijk is just sublime. Um, just incredible. Although he was unlucky with that header as well that dropped to uh, the West Ham player to break through for a chance. Um, Robbo really performing now at a really consistent level. So I really, really like that, you know. Um, and when we think about Salah, you know, um, you know, there's, there's a section of the fan base out there that are concerned by his performances at the moment and stuff like that, you know. And, you know, a quote always comes to mind. I mean, we are the Shankly session, so the, we're named after the great man, you know. But I remember Shankly talking to a reporter about Roger Hunt, and he says, yes, Roger Hunt misses a few, but he gets in the right place to miss them. Um, and that's really sums up. Mo Salah sometimes at times it's all well and good we turn around and we go so frustrating Mo missed again and stuff like that and all but you know you have to get into those positions in order to make those misses happen um, and I think with Mo Salah he's only a step away from buying a hat-trick against someone that could be so pivotal and it could be Inter on Tuesday it could be Brighton next weekend who knows he is Mo Salah he is the best player on the planet right now um, but there's no harm to rotate. There's no harm to know when to take a player out and give him a rest. There's no harm to know when, if a player's not performing, bring him off and change things up a bit. That's the measure of a manager like Jurgen Klopp. And now that we have those choices, those players up front need to know that they need to go out there and they need to perform. And if they don't perform, they're going to get pulled and they're going to get replaced. Um, so it's good to see that, you know. As I said earlier, I would have been really disappointed if Mane had been pulled because I thought Mane was putting in a shift. Um, you know, and the, the other thing, you know, when I'm talking about this overthinking in the final third, um, in terms of an anxiety and 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 the options and stuff like that, again, I refer to Shankly when he spoke to Ian St. John. And he says, if you're not sure what to do with the ball, just pop it in the net and we'll discuss your options afterwards. That's kind of sums up Liverpool in the final third at the moment, doesn't it? There seems to be an awful lot of wanting to pass and move and pass and move and pass and move on the edge of the box and inside the box and stuff like that as well. Let's just step up and just bang it in the net. Just bang it in the net, you know what I mean? We've seen it yesterday again where we, you know, we'd been progressing through the weeks where we had been getting them um, creating chances, but getting more on target and potentially getting more goals. 
But yesterday we kind of slipped back into the form that we ran prior to the last few games where we were creating 15, 16, 20 chances, but we were only getting maybe four or five on target, um, which is not a great return in terms of the volume of work we put in to get to those chances. So I think with just a little bit more care and a little bit more attention in those areas, I think it will reap more rewards. I mean, if you think about yesterday, within five minutes, we should have been training a look probably. Game should have been dead and buried within five minutes. We just don't do ourselves justice in that final third because the build-up play, we even seen it yesterday, those crossfield balls from Van Dyke, the Salah now are back as well. They'd been missing for a while. We hadn't been playing them in a while and stuff like that. But you look at Salah yesterday, the ball was bouncing off and he looked a little bit clumsy at times. He just wasn't on it yesterday, you know, and that's that's just symptomatic of what sometimes happens, you know. So that coupled with Mane scoring a goal, um, if we can get Salah back on point again, if Diaz can join him with a few goals to back up some of the dribbling and the play that he's doing at the moment, and some of those runs he's making, um, they will bear reward, as I spoke about. That looping run around Salah yesterday was an unbelievable run, and if he just had a back flick around the corner, like what Bobby Firmino might do, um, he wouldn't have seen a better goal all weekend. Absolutely fabulous. Um, but it's been a fantastic week. I mean, if you look, it was a tough week to get through starting out with Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final. Then we went to Norwich in the FA Cup. Now we're after winning the Premier League match and, you know, title race is wide open again. It's over to Man City now. The Manchester Derby is on. Um, can United do us a favour? They also need to do themselves a big favour if they want a top four position. So it's a massive game um, Sunday afternoon. Can't wait to watch it really in really looking forward to it and nice to be able to sit back knowing that we've played before City and we've got the three points in the bag so that will heap a bit more pressure on them they are missing key players I think Walker might be out and Ruben Diaz might be out so that's going to be pivotal to them they're big players for them um, so we will wait and see could we see a situation where potentially Man United get the three points the, the Etihad has been a um, a good hunting ground for them in recent times. I think they four wins and a draw out of the last six. So they could easily do it today. Is this the day where Pogba and Ronaldo and players like that show up? Who knows? But if they do, what it means is if we go out and we beat Brighton next Saturday, I think it is lunchtime we play before City again. But if we do go out and we beat Brighton, we go top of the league. And then what? Let's see what happens then. Um. But yeah, it's going to be massive, you know what I mean? And it's great to be in this title race. It's great to be fighting on all four fronts. Um, do I expect us to land a quadruple? No. Am I even talking about it? I don't really want to discuss it. But certainly we're bang slap in the middle of a title race, putting it up to Pep and City. Um, and we're looking very good. Tuesday, Inter Milan rocks up to Anfield. Um, no doubt that'll be a fabulous game and we'll get stuck into them and get through to the quarterfinals and then it's who you get in the draw who knows what's going to happen um, but really looking forward to it FA Cup was favourable enough I know we're away to Forest or Huddersfield we would have preferred to be at home but it's a favourable enough draw I mean we didn't get one of the the, the the bigger teams out of the Premier League or something like that you know so let's see what happens this could be the year where things just slot into place for us and wouldn't it be unbelievable if he landed a quadruple and just blew away United's treble? It would be just incredible. Um, but not thinking too far ahead. Let's get the player ratings here. Allison, I gave a seven two. Probably could have got an eight, but um, you know, some of his shot stopping and stuff was pretty good yesterday. Um, he was kept busy enough as well. Um, but that that kick out, I think, in the second half or something like that, uh, put it straight to a, a West Ham player, could have put us in a bit of trouble. But it's only a small thing. It's normally top notchers. Trent, I gave an 8 two. Um, I thought it was all-round play. I just think the, uh, the energy that him and Robbo have, 
Like it's unbelievable. I mean, their fitness must be off the scale. The way they go up and down that wing and cut in and do all the stuff that they do, it's just incredible. And you see them after the game, they're being interviewed and they're just talking like they've been out for like a casual jog or something like that. But the energy that they bring and to see Trent clearing those balls off the goal line and all that kind of stuff, that's what you want to see. And you can hear Trent and it's coming through on them, you know, what it means, this title race in each of these games and stuff like that. These boys are absolutely fired up for it. They're absolutely on a pump right now. And it's great to see it. So an eight for Trent. Can I give a seven to? Um, again, it was another one of those ones where he kind of grew into the game a little bit and was really, really good, really developing a good partnership with Van Dyke. Um, but I think in the initial stages when Antonio put it up to him, he was a little bit nervous and a little bit of standoffish from him. Um, he's a big lad. Put yourself about, man. You don't need to fear anyone. Um, but definitely um, improved as the game went on. Give him a seven. Van Dijk, I gave him an eight to. Um, I thought he was absolutely brilliant all day, but it's no less than what you give Van Dijk. Van Dijk's rating really starts from a seven to a ten, doesn't it? It's never below that, you know. Uh, give him an eight today. He was unlucky with that header he went up for. just came off and it fell to a West Ham player. But apart from that, absolutely brilliant all day. Robbo, uh, I gave a seven to. Really, really solid. Really, really strong. Some real great link-up play between himself, Keita and Diaz. Nice little kind of triple partnership forming there. And it was great to see Keita on the side as well. I was buoyed out by that as well because I really get concerned at times about the creativity in midfield and stuff like that. And there is a heavy reliance on that. Um, Fabinho, I gave a 7-2. thought he was solid all day. Couple of couple of tackles he went in for that he he didn't quite win. He um, West Ham won them and stuff like that. But it's only a small thing. He's absolutely sublime in that position. Um, but gave him a seven. Hendo, I gave a seven too. Um, I thought he was solid enough and some neat neat passing and neat neat movement and stuff like that. But I'd like to see him influence games more. He's the captain, so I'd like to see him grab hold of games and really really influence them a lot more than what he's doing. Um, we've seen it in the past with him when he does do that, it, it reaps rewards. You know, when a game's not quite going your way and the game didn't quite go our way yesterday, um, he needs to be the focal point that stands up and grabs lads and goes, right, come on, let's get at this, you know. He should be tearing into those front three in terms of the opportunities that are being created and stuff like that. So I'd just like to see a little bit more from our captain. Keita. Um, I gave a 7 to. I thought he had a decent game. At times, he was a little bit sloppy in his control, but in general, a very good, solid game, and he was brilliant getting back for that block as well. Uh, I think Trent had slowed down Antonio, and uh, Keita got back to put the block on it. And it's great to see the likes of Keita tracking back like that and working hard and stuff like that. It's also great to see him fit. Um, obviously, the sports science side of things at Liverpool, they're doing a good job on these boys at the moment, keeping a fit. Keita's had... Um, a lot of issues and stuff like that but if we can get him a run on the side we know how good Keita can be um, his link up play and his trickery and his, the simplistic approach of his play as well and how he carves teams open uh, carves teams open is um, is critical to Liverpool's play so it's boy out boy that Diaz again an 8 I thought he was man of the match I just think he brings unbelievable energy uh, that run he went on that time he just ghosts by players um, so hard to play against so the trickery and the movement and the, the shoulder dropping and the close control on the ball and stuff like that. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's going to be a superstar at Liverpool. There's no doubt about it. But again, just add that little bit of quality in the final third to reap rewards to put a few goals in. And I think once he starts scoring one or two goals, he's going to score bags of goals only a matter of time. Mane, I give an 8-2. 
um, took his goal really, really well. The timing of the run was absolutely brilliant. Um, but he was a pest all day going at West Ham. You know what I mean? He's just he's one of those players that just comes up, big smile on his face, but kind of angry in his play. Um, and he's competitive all the time. He's just an absolute pest when he's around and stuff like that. So good to see Mane starting to return back to the Mane of old. That's what we want to see. Salah, I give a six two. I think he just he struggled to get hold of the game. He was marked out again by West Ham. At one stage, they had three players on him, and um, so very difficult for him to create space. But you would think with three players looking after Salah, you think it would open so much more space for the likes of Mane or Diaz or attacking uh, midfielders, and um, but it kind of didn't because I don't think we kind of read it that way. Um, but a lot of the times he got shut down and at times he reduced the shots that were blocked and stuff like that. Again, just an anxiety and a, you know, a frustration coming from Mo Salah when things don't go his way. But the ball was bouncing off him a little bit as well. His control wasn't what it normally is. Um, and no harm with that substitution to get him to refocus for Tuesday. Um, exceptional player. And it, it goes to show the level that we expect from Mo Salah. Um, but yeah, give him a six. Um, but this has been your player ratings and match reaction for Liverpool versus West Ham. Let us know down in the comments what you thought. Um, a great result, but a frustrating day. Um, certainly my anxiety was through the roof in that last 20, 25 minutes. Um, I thought once we got the goal, I thought we would have kicked on and scored a few. But West Ham dug in as they do. No less than what we'd expect from David Moyes. He's doing a fabulous job there at West Ham. And they're still fighting on two fronts in terms of the top four and in terms of uh, the Europa. Um, and long may I continue with them. I do like West Ham as a team. And I like David Moyes in terms of his coaching. Um, I think he's a really, really, I think he's a top coach. And um, he's doing a great job there. Um and we will talk to you again real soon. If you want to contact the show on Twitter at Session Shankly, the Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com, Spotify, and all your usual places for audio version of the show. And we're on Facebook and Instagram, the Upper Tier. And we will be back with you with the Milan game on Tuesday. We'll drop a preview on Monday and a match reaction on Tuesday after the game. Till next time, a pleasure, folks. Cheers, Reds.